if you can build loyalty, loyalty trumps everything. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Welcome to an edition of your personal branding podcast and really excited about this edition because I have one of the world's leading social media consultant, Mark Shufa here. Mark, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure, I treasure. That's nice of you to say. Thank you, Mark. We're delving the subject of social media and branding, and being the world expert and one of the foremost authority on branding and blogging, we want to look at how the trend is changing over the years. One of the things that you are really coined is what you call content shock. The point here is this. How does mass content affect brands now? Well, that's really an excellent question because what's happening in much of the world is that brands are understanding that we have this historically important opportunity, this amazing opportunity to connect with consumers through our useful and helpful content. And so naturally, if something works, everybody starts doing it. When everybody starts doing it, it becomes more difficult to cut through the clutter because there's so much competition. So I think it's really important to concentrate on finding a niche that's not already filled. And that's been really a core idea of business for a long time, hasn't uh, You also have to concentrate on creating original, helpful content and then uh, promoting that content in a way that can get attention from people who could be interested in you and your company. That sounds like a lot of work to do from the beginning because uh, you initially mentioned when things take off, everybody wants to get a bite of it. After a while, it becomes saturated. Then it means that you need to find ways to set yourself apart from the, from the masses to get the attention. Yes, it's very true. Um, and I, I do agree with you that there's, there, there, there is some hard work up front. And I think there needs to be hard work up front. Whether it's in social media or any other business, I often talk to my customers and I ask them, can you finish this question? Only we, or if you're an individual business person or blogger, only I, and you have to think through what makes you distinctive. Uh, are you the, the best, the lowest cost, the most experienced? The be- do you have the best service, the best products, the best variety? Is it because you're in a certain location? Uh, you're, you know, is it because you're the most convenient? You have to think through, you know, why do people keep coming back to us? And I, I think the best thing to do is go out and ask your customers. And you might be surprised at what you hear. Often what you think you're selling is not necessarily what the customers are buying. They may think of you in a different way. And when I go out and talk to customers on behalf of my clients, I almost always hear some 
kernel of wisdom that leads me to, to the answer to that question, only we. The customers will tell you why they, they love you, and then you go, aha, now I know what to communicate and where to communicate and what my customers need. Oh, so, so, that is, is a lot to you because uh, when we need a lot of work to be done up front, and you also need to mean that one needs to be constantly in touch with your clients or customers to know what their perception about your product and services and what sets you apart from the masses. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, looking at, uh, let's speak from social media perspective, from your book, The Tao of Twitter. Let's look at how do companies begin to use Twitter to differentiate themselves from the others? Well, uh, there are so many amazing opportunities with Twitter that most businesses uh, ignore. And and, uh, a lot of businesses look at Twitter as just a big wall of noise. But let me give you one example of the incredible power of Twitter that many businesses ignore. So I was uh, working with a um, a real estate agent in Toronto, and uh, he called me up, you know, for some help and some advice. And he said, "Well, I just don't understand Twitter. It just seems so confusing to me." So I said, "Well, let's try a little experiment." So while we were just on the phone there. I said, let's go on to Twitter and do a search on Twitter for people who are using these words in a tweet. Moving to Toronto. So we did a, a search of people who were talking about moving to Toronto. Who's going to be needing his services potentially? And just in one 24-hour pe- period, we saw 48 tweets about people who were talking about moving to Toronto. And I said, all of these people could potentially need your services. They're, they're basically telling you, we need help. But, but it, and so who's going to listen to them? If you're the one who is really working on Twitter, you can be there. And, and I said, now what you can do is create something very useful, very Couple like a little guy, uh, the neighborhoods in Toronto, or the services in Toronto, the schools, the parks, the arts, things that people would like to know about. Send them a tweet and say, hey, I see you're moving to Toronto. Click this link. This is something that will help you. So you're not trying to sell people. You're not trying to be aggressive and, and maybe creepy about it, you're trying to be helpful. And, that's, and people love that. And if you're the only real estate agent out there who's using Twitter and who's really listening, you've got an opportunity to differentiate your business. And there, there's wide open spaces for many types of businesses, you know, restaurants and, and other kinds of uh, services in a, in a business, in a, in a city or a community. It's, it's excellent. For uh, B2B, I had one example, a fellow that I worked with who um, used Twitter and a blog uh, to create $7 million of new business for his company uh, with a customer that had really kicked them out and hated them. There was tension between the company. He was able to build new relationships, new friendships 
through Twitter and his blog to, again, earn relationships that led to that business. Oh, that's amazing to know. Then can, can, can you give us some tips on how to do use it strategically on Twitter? First of all, with the example you gave, can we have some few more tips to use Twitter right from the onset now? Well, I think um, my book, I'm glad you mentioned my book because I wrote it for people who were trying to figure out how we use Twitter. I knew that we needed a small, easy-to-read book. It's kind of a fun book, too. People just love it. And one of the most important chapters in the book is Chapter 5, where we learn how to build an audience, how to find people who who need Eat us. And here's the power of Twitter. If you do a search on Google or, or, or some other search engine, you're going to get links and, and videos and, and maybe blog posts. But when you do a search on Twitter, you're getting real-time conversations of people who are talking about you now, talking about a need right now. And so... There's no better way on social media. There's no other platform on social media that can help you build your audience more rapidly and more, more accurately than Twitter. There are so many tools out there that can help you, you find people. So chapter five of my book has 25 different ways to find people who could potentially need your business. The other advice I would give is a lot of people approach social media. And in fact, I would say most businesses approach social media like it's another way to advertise or to broadcast. I mean, we, we've been conditioned as business owners to, to broadcast our ads. But people don't want to see ads anymore. They try to find ways to avoid ads. But, but they, but people do want to find businesses and people that will help them. So, so you need Twitter as a way to build relationships, to create awareness and engagement that lead to two-way interaction, to them connecting to you, to clicking on a link, to seeing more about your product or your website. So we need to change our minds from sell, 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 to help, help, help. And if you can do that as a business, you'll win on social media. The new strategy to go for helping people in every medium we find ourselves to be than rather shouting on them and tell them to buy me, buy my product. So all that we should be looking at is to how can we help using these mediums to reach out to people the more. Yes, that's 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 exactly right. We can't we we and and that's the way business has always been done. You know, my. Uh, one of the examples I, I use in one of my books, I talk about my grandfather. My grandfather uh, was a, a plumber many, many years ago, and he was a plumber for 50 years, and he never took out an advertisement in his whole life, but he was able to have a successful business because people trusted him. People knew him. If, if, if they were in trouble, if they were short of money, he would work with them because he was their friend, and so people became loyal to him, and that's the model we need to think about today we need to show the human side of our business we need to show find ways to to help people and to um, show that we're real people not just advertisements and 
and logos and public relations, press releases um, that were real people that we really care. We need to show our values and um, how we can be helped to them. Well, that leads me to a question you mentioned in relation with the grandfather. How do we begin to build trust on social media? That's so important. I just saw some uh, research, Bernard, at this new generation, the millennials, this, this young generation coming up who are the digital natives. They've always been using these digital technologies. They are the least trusting generation ever, according to the research. They don't trust big companies. They don't trust advertising. They don't trust brands. But they do trust people, and they do trust each other. And they're also very, very... Um, keen, they can they can detect when people are lying, when they're not authentic. Um, they're tuned in to looking at content and tweets and tweets and updates, and they can tell if people are being honest or not. So I think this is something that we've always wanted. We we want to do business with people that we can trust. If you're trust for the business, social media is wonderful because it's just an extension of who you are. And people will see that and they will love that and they will be attracted to you. If you're a business that's not trustworthy, well, then you've got real problems because not only will people find that, but they'll also tell others. And, you know, back in my grandfather's day, if something went wrong, people might just tell their neighbors. Today, something goes wrong and you're not trustworthy, they might be telling 6,000 people on Twitter. So, you, you, you know, it, it, you have to be a trustworthy business, I think. Uh, it's more important than ever. And if you are, this is a wonderful time for you uh, because, this, because people will see that, they'll spread that word, and, and they'll help develop your brand. Uh, in very, very powerful ways because people trust each other. And if they're saying nice things about you, uh, that's going to help build your brand and your reputation. Do we have a future in the place of advertisements in, in, in mass media now? Well, I, I, I do think, yes, there is, there is a place for it. And um, in many parts of the world, what we're seeing is that traditional media is uh, is changing. It's it's in decline in many ways. So um, here in America, and I see in some places in Europe now, um, our daily newspapers are are going away, and they're moving to online versions, but they can't do it fast enough to really repre- replace the revenue that they're uh, losing. We see declines in um, uh, how people are, are listening to radio, but they might be moving over to podcasting. We see declines in how in, in traditional television, but they're moving to watching their favorite programs online, where the advertising models are very, very different. Um, so it depends on your business. It depends on your market. It depends on where you are in, in different parts of the world. In Japan, for example, 
um, traditional television is still very, very strong. In America, uh, network television, regularly scheduled programming um, is in decline. People are moving to watching their their favorite uh, shows on the, on the Internet, on a computer, on a mobile device someplace. So it, it's, it's, there is still a place for it. Um, and, uh, but it, it's highly dependent on the type of business you're in and, and where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in regardless, in relation to that means that your location relevance is very important in terms of using the media. However, if a company wants to go global, it means that they need to pay more attention to social than any other media of communication. Well, uh, you know, it depends, again, it depends on your product and, and your customer, but you can see that in uh, many places in the world, um, in, uh, in, in the, in the Baltic countries, for example, in Scandinavia, in, um, in Southeast Asia, in, uh, Northern Africa, uh, I, I, I've, I've heard that, uh, and I've witnessed that, uh, people use so- social media, uh, Twitter and Facebook and other platforms, uh, you know, very extensively. That's their number one, uh, activity. That's, that's what they use to, uh, communicate. So if, uh, you're in business, you would be, you would be foolish to, uh, to ignore that. I want you to give us your five best practice or tips on the line of social media and branding? Well, we've already talked about a, a few of those, but let's start with the most important part, uh, and we'll reemphasize the need to do the work up front to really establish what is your brand by being able to answer that question, only we. Or only I. And that does involve work. Um, it is a very hard question to answer. But if you can define that, if you can get that right, it's going to save you so much time and so much money in the long run because you'll know what you're doing. Number two, if once you have this in your mind, um, how we stand out, and what we are to be known for. If you're going to be involved in social media, you have to have some sort of original content. It could be a blog. It could be a podcast like we're doing today. Uh, it could be videos. It could be um, visual content like photographs. Um, but you have to think about what is going to be our source of rich content? And what I mean by that is it's hard to build a brand if all you do is tweet or all you do is have a Facebook update. You have to give people something more. They have to get to know you. So, for example, Bernard, through your podcast, people come to know you. They come to like you and trust you, and that's how you're building your brand. So you have to think, what's right for our business? And then we have to look at number three would be um, where are our customers and how do we connect with them? Um, should we be on LinkedIn? Uh, should we be on Facebook? 
is there, if we're trying to connect with millennials, are they using something like Snapchat or Instagram? So we have to be mindful about uh, where are our customers. The other thing that we need to think about is um, we have to think about changing our culture of our company and maybe even ourselves to be able to connect in this new way. As I said, if people don't want to be barraged by advertising, they want to be helped. And are you prepared to be helpful instead of selling all the time? Are you prepared if someone complains about you on social media? Are you prepared to respond? And then the final thing I would say is you have to look at what are the resources that we need to do this well. Social media is social. That means you have to show up. You have to commit to engage, to connect with people. Um, if you only write a blog post once a year, that isn't going to do anything for you. If you only post something on LinkedIn once a month, um, that's not going to be enough. Uh, this is an opportunity to create with, with people as humans and build relationships that then lead to awareness, trust, and maybe even loyalty someday. And that's so important because if you can build loyalty, loyalty trumps everything. Uh, if, if things go bad in your business, if you're facing challenges, the people who are loyal to you they're the ones who are going to stay. Those are the ones who are going to, to, to stick. I have a new book coming out in a few weeks called The Content Code. And in this book, I talk about the importance of building your alpha audience, which is the, the, the small group of people that, that help you, that love you, that promote your content, that promote your business. How do you grow those people? How do you find those people? How do you even know they're out there? How do you reward them and nurture them? It's the bedrock of our business, and most businesses ignore that. Oh, oh let's have that. That's the alpha group. You need to find your alpha group, build them, and maintain mm -hmm. them. I know, and uh, there, there's so many. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, I had someone write me from Canada and he said, uh, I've never connected with you before. You've never heard of me before, but I, I buy all your books. I read your blog every day. I recommend your books to other people. Now that person is part of my alpha audience, but I didn't even know he was there until he wrote me an email. So, how, you know, how, how do we, how do we encourage these, these people to engage with us, connect with us so that we know that they're there and, uh, turn them into, uh, brand advocates and reward them and nurture them and tell them how much we appreciate them. This is well. What was the title of the book, and when are we looking to have them in the market? The title of the book is called "The Content Code," and um, it will be out uh, in about 
I think about two to three weeks. So maybe by uh, the middle of March, it should be out and, and it'll be available on Amazon and and Kindle um, in, uh, in in most places in the world. I'm very excited about it. I, I think it's my best book ever. Well, when I want to say this is your best book ever, it's caused for lots of attention to that. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of it and it has a lot of new thinking in it and I think it will help a lot of people. It's, it's, it's 100% uh, focused on how do we cut through the clutter of this very busy and noisy internet and how do we build our brands? How do we connect with people? And uh, get seen in this noisy world. This is a, a must-read book. Is it, is it available as a pre, by pre-order on Amazon? No, I decided not not to do that route. A lot of people have pre-orders and promotions, and I and I my style is: look, when it's ready, it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's ready, it's ready. You, you grab it when it's ready. So we'll, we'll be looking forward to it in the mid, in mid, early March or mid of March to grab a copy and content code to, to I want to know my alpha audience and keep them and so my yes, brands Yes, that's high. exactly right. I think it's, it's one of the most important chapters, uh, in, in, in the book. Finding that alpha audience because that's how we build our business. That's, that's wonderful to know. Um, before you leave, I know you're always up to new content, blogging, lecturing, doing all that. How do you manage your time and all this activity and still tip, stay top of mind in the area of social media and brand? How do you do this? Is there magic somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there's no magic, but there, there is a, a, a lot of hard work. And I think it, it, gets, it really gets down to um, priorities. And what I learned, Bernard, was when I was starting my business, I, I just blogged, oh, you know, occasionally. I would look, look at my week and I would think, um, do I have time this week? You know, can I do it this week? Maybe I will, maybe I won't. And after about nine months, I realized that I was making all these wonderful new business contacts through my blog. And I was getting more business through my blog than anything else I was doing. And I realized that this couldn't be an afterthought, that I needed to make this a priority because people don't spend time with advertising anymore. They spend time on social media. They want to learn. They want to know you. They, 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 they're looking for people who are going to help them. And so if you look at my, I mean, I have a blog, I have a podcast, I've written books. And in everything I do, in every word I write or every minute of my podcast, I'm helping. I'm helping people. I'm teaching people. And uh, I think that's why people like me and they trust me because they know, you know, I'm not trying to sell them something. I'm just trying to to help them. And then if, if they, if they trust me and they like me, eventually they're going to say, you know, we'd like to hire that guy. He's really smart and he just, he just seems so helpful. And, and that's how, that's how it's, that's how it works. That's how it works in real life. And that's how it works on the internet too. Wow. Amazing. It's, it's really getting me excited to look forward to content code. 
we will grab a copy of that to, 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 to know your secret to your tips and how you're doing it. We can also do that. Oh, wonderful. I, I, I'm, I'm so excited because, again, the, this book, it, it, the, it's also about helping. You know, I, I know um, what it's like to run a business. I know what it's like to, to run a small business. I also work with, with big brands who are struggling in this information age. And so for the last year, I've been working on this book thinking, what do we do about this? You know, what do we need to do today? We can't just keep putting more content out there. That's not enough. Content, I realized, is not the finish line. It's the starting line. That's where everything has to start. It's not the end. And so um, this book is about once we get to the starting line with our content, then what do we do? That's where we really need to concentrate today to create some sort of competitive advantage. All right. Thank you, Max Schofer. Max, what would be the last thing or actionable thing you want to give to audience in the area of social media and branding? One action point, actionable thing to put anyone listening now to. Well, what I'd like to encourage people to do is to just start. Some people really try to overanalyze things. They try to overplan. Maybe they're afraid. Maybe um, they're uh, they're not confident about getting onto the web or starting a blog or something like that. But the the thing that I've learned is. It, you get the the more you do it, the the better it it becomes, the easier it becomes, the more effective it is. But you're never going to get to that place until you start. And once you start, then you learn, you ad, you adjust, you adopt, you improve, you get faster, you get more effective. Your costs go down, and then it starts to work. Um, but you'll never get to that place of improvement and business benefits until you start. So I encourage everyone to, to don't worry that if you don't have everything planned out, don't worry if, you know, you really don't even know what you're doing right now. Just give it a start, give it a try, and you'll learn. Go get started today. Mark, where can one connect with you and all the resources you have to offer your training, your workshop? Where can we connect with you? Well, it's uh, very easy to, to find me on the web. Um, my website is called biz- excuse me businessesgrow.com and on businessesgrow you can find my blog uh, my podcast uh, my books and lots of free resources for businesses of, of any size okay great we connect and I'll add all of that to the show notes businessesgrow.com or get Max Shofa on Twitter. That's where I almost connect with him and his blog too. Thank you so much for the information insight shared. We are looking forward to have content. Content code. Content code. I've forgotten. I was going to say content shock because sharing this with him. Thank you. The honor is, is mine and, uh, and, and good luck with everything, Bernard. I want to recommend my books on Amazon for you today. Visit Amazon.com and get access to all my 15 plus books today. I recommend the latest book on personal branding that is Rebrand, the ultimate guide to personal branding. Get one today and grab a copy for someone else. That is Rebrand. The best is yours.